welcome to uh, in this actually actually we had a really cool name for this but um it was it seems like it's taken up we were thinking of calling ourselves in the design inside the design oh, oh sorry inside the design yeah. see i can't even get the name right okay anyway i, I think that's a really good name though <laughs> inside the design right it's like because well, yeah because what we're trying to do is like we're trying to take you inside the design um actually okay so maybe a bit of context about why we're doing this it's <clears throat> you know we're, we're we're really passionate about design and zach and i Oh, we didn't introduce ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Okay. 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 <laughs> so we are two average cousins who like design. And what is your name? My name is <laughs> my name Jeff. My name is Zach. And I'm Lee. And together we are your two passionate cousins. <laughs> We're cousins. I mean, two passionate cousins. Two cousins, two cousins passionate about design. design. Yeah. And we're really excited to do this. So as we can go back to what we're like trying to achieve here. <clears throat> Uh, we were tr so you know we we're, we're both really interested in design, wanted to know more and learn. Uh, but we come from two very different backgrounds. So Zach's a student, mm -hmm. and I'm working in management consulting. Um, so you know we were thinking like, okay, what would be a good way for us to to learn more about design and looking outside? So Zach, you know maybe you can tell us you know your design <laughs> research into like trying to find like any. Uh, podcasts or tutorials trainings out there and yeah. yeah sure so i'm a student studying design as lee said uh lee is also passionate about design but she is working not in design at the moment but she wants to get into it so i think what am i even saying <laughs> <laughs> basically <laughs> what was your basically, question um, <laughs> Basically, it's like a design for dummies kind of thing, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah, because we, we, we're looking for content like that. Um, it's, it's quite hard to find. Okay, so I was looking through... I, I love podcasts and I love design, but there aren't any good design podcasts. They either, you know, waste too much time talking about their personal lives, which I don't really care about, honestly, um, or they're too specific to, like, graphic design or interior design, you know? Like, they're so specialized that you kind of get lost in all the jargon that they talk about and it doesn't really apply to you even though it's designed so i wanted to as well as i guess lee as well lee what, what do you want out of this podcast well you know starting is always hard and what we we decided to do as well is just to start somewhere anywhere anyhow and we want to try to bring in like um some of the knowledge that we already have, like existing knowledge that we have, you know. So Zach's from his studies, mine is just from like dabbling around here and there. Um, and sort of, you know, bring some structure to it, learn, teach ourselves, engage in the process, and then hopefully be able to share that with you guys as well. Um, you know, as you can see, like everything's super unstructured here. It seems like we don't have a process, but that's kind of like the fun part of it. Yeah. You know, we're experimenting and that's the same kind of thing that we want to bring, you know, to our designs and, uh, sort of series that's going on right now. I guess it's, that's like the theme of our project is just getting started. Yeah, like, exactly. Even the way we came up with this design podcast <laughs> idea thing is just, Lee just asked me, um, hey, do you want to like do something? Yeah, <laughs> and I was, he was complaining <laughs> that he was bored. He didn't yeah. have anything to do, right? Yeah. So, I mean, because of this whole uh, coronavirus situation, schools have closed and he's back here for holidays. So, you know, we're like, shall we do something? Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, right. let's just let's do something, yeah. you know? And, and and I think the large part about it is 
an important part about it is that a lot of people get intimidated to start. Mm. And we just said, let's just do it. You know, we we're, we didn't really think too much about the specifics of things or like how to do it. We didn't like watch tutorials like how to design <laughs> or um, how to uh, film, uh, record a podcast or anything. We just kind of jumped into it, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's why this is super off the cuff. Like, we don't really know what we're doing at the moment. Yeah, and everything we say right now is very spontaneous. You yeah. know, it's, 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 we want it, we intend it to be casual, uh, honest, and real. Um, yeah. You know, we'll ask questions, we'll, you know, hopefully answer those questions ourselves. Um, and we'll take on these design projects as we go along. All right. Yeah. Should we segue into some notes that I have come up with? So, Okay, so maybe we'll explain to the listeners what we're trying to achieve. Yeah, give some first, context. Right? Um, so what? how we're going to do this is like, this is our pilot introduction video, uh, sorry, podcast that we're doing. And we, you know, just want to tell you a little bit more about ourselves. So actually, maybe Zach, before we jump into that, we'll talk a little bit more about who we are and what we're doing. Sure. Okay, Zach, so on to you. All right. Tell what? us, tell us. What are you doing? What are you studying? So I am studying product design at university. Um, I've been in school for, I just finished my second year and I am really enjoying it so far. I love design. Um, yeah. So what are, what are some of the projects that you've been working on in school? So a lot of my projects have been to redesign things. Uh, for example, my last three projects were just to design household items. Um, they're really open-ended projects. So, for example, one of my projects was redesign a torchlight, a flashlight, right? Yeah. And it was super open-ended. So what I decided to do is I decided to say, okay, uh, I'm going to make a flashlight where for people who like going outdoors and like camp, like to go camping. Right. So I designed a flashlight where you could kind of like twist the handles. You know what? This is kind of hard, like talking about design <laughs> projects when you can't show what you're yeah, talking but about. But yeah, I'll describe it anyway. It's basically a handle that swivels so you can, yeah. you can hold it like a normal flashlight but you can also turn the handle so that you can clip it onto your, onto your belt so your hands free while walking you know like if you want to like put up your tent or like yeah. set a campfire you know yeah. you kind of don't want to like have your flashlight on the ground because you can lose it and you don't want it in your hand because you need it to do, do things yeah yeah so, so that's one example that I've done um one project that I've done um I guess we'll introduce you next what what are you currently working as <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> right. So I have a corporate job. I'm doing management consulting. And, you know, really, um, we're encouraged. I mean, in my daily life, business life at work, we're encouraged to view the world uh, through a sort of a business school-led approach, you know, the way we think. We help our clients uh, make money. <laughs> and, you know, like, their major question's always been like, okay, like, how do I make more money? So we help with this a lot. And... Uh, and but like how I got interested in design was because I've always been like I think very creative when yes, I was a kid yeah. already. I enjoyed drawing a lot. Actually, pretty much since I could first pick up a pen, I was already drawing and doing things. And like, I love building, you know, like craft projects, like just creating stuff. And this is you know sort of carried on throughout my life to where I am today. And you know I've always been trying to like inject uh, creative ideas into. Uh, the kind of work that I'm doing right now. It's always not so easy because um, the, the, a lot of the clients that we work with have a very traditional mindset of doing things, right? Um, so when, when Zach and I were talking about this, I was like, ah, oh, this is a great idea for me as well. And 
Zach as well, I mean, to learn eventually, but also for me to be able to like inject more creative ideas, be able to take on projects and maybe solve some other questions um, that we think are also like equally important and see like how um, design can help with that. So in doing this, you know, maybe we're going to instead, uh, well, at least for me, um, you know, take a step out from that business sense of like how to make money, like how do I turn my business you know, to become more prof profitable, for example, and sort of like view it instead from like the consumer's lens and, you know, see how, um, how it's like in terms of like a graphic designer would look at things or even how a psychologist might look at things or how an engineer might look at things because the one thing that's like very much in common with all this is the design. Yeah, I, th I think right. that the business right and the design goes hand in hand. Yeah. Because if you have a good design, but you don't know how to market it, yep. then you're not going to sell many products. And you're not going to reach that many people with exactly. your product. Exactly. Especially when you have got a really good design, which can solve really important problems. Yeah. You know, so maybe we'll, what we're going to do, I guess, is, is really combine the skills that, the, the different skill sets that Zach and I have. Zach's very product focused, yeah, right? I am. And from my experience, I guess I'm more like business oriented in that sense. So, but we both share that creativity in common. Yeah, that's one thing we have in common. We, I think we've both always been passionate about design. That's that's one thing that I've seen. We, yeah. We, yeah. <laughs> we like things that look good, but yeah. also like really functional. Yeah. And so we're hoping that, you know, let's just try to explore some of these questions um, that, that, you know, need some like, in like design injection into it so so and then so moving on to what we were trying to say earlier about like what we're doing right so we've come up with uh, a kind of we're going to start out our our series with you know maybe a question um and then try to solve that question so um, so do you want to explain what, what this series is about yeah okay so okay go ahead Zach. this series I'm, I'm not even sure if you can call it a series okay <laughs> In this podcast, we were just try we're just trying to explain what we're doing in this design project. And in this design project, we're going to be choosing a problem in the world. It doesn't matter what problem it is. Uh, it can be big, it can be small, it can be for specific people, it doesn't matter. So we're going to find, find a problem and then try to design a solution based on that problem. And in order to track our progress, we're going to be talking about our designs in this podcast as well as making some films and putting it on our website. Yep, so our behind-the-scenes videos. So do look out for these. Yeah, uh, and all of these things, so our podcast, our design work, as well as our films, are all going to be in one website. So this podcast that you're hearing now is actually a supplementary um, way of communicating our design ideas. The main way is through, obviously, making the designs, right? Yep. Um, but yeah. that's more of the end product, right? So when we... Um, first start and I think the idea behind this as well is to, like, how to start designing right so getting into our minds and hence the name as well inside the design because we're we're, we're, the, that's the, we're the design essentially right because we're, we're projecting what's in our minds like you know onto the physical world and you know we want to be able to share that so we're going to take you through like step by step you know what we're doing what we're thinking and you know a lot of it's just going to be like blurts right like blurts yeah like, we're just gonna be like saying things like you know like, like kind of like what we're doing right now you know um and then hopefully like through all the chaos you know find something 
it's valuable and people should like bring it. And I mean, there is a process behind it. It's just different from probably what you're used to. Yeah, because I think that's that's what I wanted to get out of the things I was looking at, like in videos, like design videos and, and things. It's nice seeing the, the product, how they got there, but sorry, it's nice seeing the final product, but I, I want to know how they got there. What what philosophy is behind that design, you know? Like, you, you can just have um, a plastic bottle, you know, but if you have a story behind it, like why you made this plastic bottle, whether it be a certain color of, or I don't know, a certain material, like having a story behind it is always more interesting and eye-opening and you can find so much more information and uh, more valuable information if you know what the philosophy behind it is. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully expose ourselves, you know, to like different problems out there yeah. and, and ways that we can do this, ways that we can do things better. Okay, so, so that's that's our like overall um, purpose, we'd say, right? Yeah. Our objective there. Um, today's so I, I guess for the next um, for the next series or well, next theme, next piece of work. Next, yeah. Next question. Right. Theme. The yeah. yeah, so we're going to ask ourselves, as we mentioned earlier, like a series of questions, right? So we're thinking that uh, our first uh, quest will be, Zach? The question is, how can we design a better food system for tomorrow? And this is taking to, to, into account the whole process of food. So from the agricultural part, uh, aspect into packaging and storage and the eventual you know, consumption and maybe waste of food. How, how can we solve any of these little problems in, in any way we can? And yeah. in today's episode, we're just and going to be talking about exactly. how to solve one of them. It, it's, it's a big problem here. You know, even like the UN um, in their 2030 goals have uh, announced that, you know, they want to end hunger. As, as their goal, you know, wish to end hunger, uh, achieve food security, improve nutrition, and... Uh, promote sustainable agriculture. So we're going to think of ways of how we can do this. And as Zach was mentioning about waste of food, I was just reading that according to the Food and Agricultural Organization under the UN, 1.3 billion tons of packaged food is thrown away every year. Yeah. Every year, that's a lot. It's a lot of food. So we're going to answer, we want to like thinking like, is there any way that we can avoid this? Mm -hmm. Because eventually that food will decompose and is going to emit lots of methane gas, which I also read is 21 times more nocive than carbon dioxide. Mm -hmm. So in thinking of, of how we can build a better food system for tomorrow, we're also addressing a lot of like secondary issues relating to the environment that, that, uh, that is affected as well. Um, you know, nutrition, like malnutrition, is still a big problem. And I think a lot of people just take food for granted. They always have food on their table, but there are a lot of people who starve. So by designing a better food system for tomorrow, we're answering a lot of these other questions at the same time. Yeah, and it is a big question. So I kind of want to talk about what we're going to focus on. Because what I found is that in countries like America, UK, uh, these more developed countries, most of their food waste comes from the consumer level. A lot of people throw away products because they think it's gone bad because of the expiry date and stuff. Um, but there's also another aspect to it where in these lower income countries like Zimbabwe, you know, Lithuania, countries like these, the food waste comes 
I think about eight, it says 80% of all food waste comes from the transportation and agricultural part of it. Yeah. So consumers in, in these countries don't waste the food when, when they get it. But yeah, it's, it's lost through transportation, which is quite sad, I think. They just don't have enough yeah. resources to transport the, these foods and keep them yeah. you know, in uh, fresh states. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So a lot of supply chain issues right there. And what we will, you know, probably try to think about is perhaps that's something that we can sort of give thought to yeah. as well. How do we transport expiry, uh, things get left to waste, um, you know, so, so how can we come up with something like this? I guess there are, there are a lot of things out there. There are a lot of things related to food, um, you know, like as I was saying earlier, malnutrition is one of them. So how can we ensure that people you know, eat well, right? Uh, what, what are, or what is sustainable consumption to you? Um, how do we avoid waste? Um, so how are we going to pick what we're going to focus on, Zach? Well, we talked about this before we started the podcast. Um, we would each take it in turns to come up with two design projects that we think are the best ones out of all of our design projects. And we're going to talk about it on this podcast. And Like ideas, right? Like yeah. What we think we want to sort of... Yeah, exactly. And it can be spe- like about specific things. Like I want to focus more about lower-income countries. Maybe you want to focus on the higher-income countries and how to stop food waste on a consumer level. I'm, I'm not sure we can talk about it now. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. So I think that, like, like we were saying, like, there's a lot of things out there and we want to try to like narrow it down, right? Yeah, to what um and i think uh, a big part of that is it's food waste right yeah so perhaps we can start with that sure food waste cool okay um, what, what part of, of food and waste? then okay so then there's food waste <laughs> and then um who are we addressing in that entire like food exactly, space yeah. food waste bubble right like are we talking about your about us like your everyday consumers or what about like big hotel chains and restaurants or supermarkets, mm-hmm. you know. Um, yeah, there, there's, there's a lot of things to think about there, I think. Um, but where do you think, like, the most impact could come from in terms of, like, addressing this problem? Do you think it comes down to us, as, like, at the individual level? Or do you think it's, you know, your big corporations and food chains? Well, I think it's a little bit of both. Um, I think that supermarkets waste a lot of food because they're trying to, to cater to the consumer because <laughs> because supermarkets have a very oh, how can i say they have a lot of stress put on them by the consumer because the consumer always wants full shelves they want stocks oh, always yeah. always yeah. there you know yeah. so we're, we're a fussy bunch yeah if you, if you don't find the chocolate bar that you want you're gonna throw a tantrum right you're gonna tell the manager off like oh why don't you have your yeah. <laughs> cereal there. Right. I want my cocoa puffs, right? So, yeah. so yeah, these supermarkets have a lot of stress on them. So, what they do is they just buy a lot of food. They have a lot of supply um, coming in, but they may not sell much. Um, and they, they may sell, but it may be after the expiry date. So, obviously, they'll have to... They, they're not allowed to sell that after the expiry date, right? So yeah, and we won't want to buy that themselves. We'll yeah. see, like, oh, this is... This is close to expiry. It's a couple of days, or I mean, maybe it's a box of cereal and it's a couple of days to expiry, and we're like, ah, uh, maybe not. Yeah. You know, so how do you? Is it is it really that bad to like eat something that's expired, so called expired? Um, well, or I mean, I mean, or would you like kind of like sniff it, test it? <laughs> and be like, you know, I think this is okay. I think there are a lot of people who do that, but then there are also a lot of people who don't. 
do that? I think it depends on what it is. Like, <laughs> if it's a carton of milk and it says drink by Wednesday, I, I won't wait till Thursday, Friday. To, like, I'll just throw it out. Oh, you can make yogurt out of it. <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's safe. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, think about it, right? Your yogurt is essentially expired. Well, expired milk. <laughs> I guess milk you could, gone bad. I guess you could. You, you know what would be a better idea? If these companies who put the expiry date on packages, if they have like a window, maybe like a, a week window where you can eat it past the expiry date, but we wouldn't wait this long you know like we oh so there's three levels to it. <laughs> yeah I guess, right? exactly yeah i think that'll put people at ease because when you see something on a, on a package like let's say you buy um a new charger for your iphone right and it says oh do not use um more than five vo- wa- uh, watts of power yeah. from the wall if, if your charger has more than five watts you're kind of like oh my gosh is my phone gonna explode like it's always in the back of your mind you know yeah is it safe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I guess, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. yeah. So if you have a window, I think. So, right, we're going to tell them. So how do we inform? So then again, okay, so now we know that. So we're trying to understand, like, the consumer perspective, right? Yeah. Okay, so now the question is, like, how, how do we solve that? Is there a way that we can inform the customer, consumer, that, hey, I'm expiring soon. Eat me now. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think it's hard. It's hard to change people's perceptions and habits of things like what's happening now the coronavirus right yeah everyone is is bulk buying things yeah you in this scenario i I don't think you can do much about it because so many things are influencing people's buying decisions purchasing decisions like media media scene or you know you you, we're all in the lockdown we're all gonna die soon (laughs) so in, in that sense, you can't really do anything that, that will change people's minds because they are so frightened yeah. of, of not having enough, right? Yeah. But then, you know, we can see how having that sort of fear of not having enough could lead to a lot of wastage. Definitely. You know, um, I, I saw this picture of, actually, I, I think in the earlier days before, uh, of, of coronavirus, um, someone packed like their entire car space, and I think they were driving an SUV, um, full of instant noodles. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it looked like two or three years' supply of instant oh noodles. I mean, how much can one person eat, yeah. you know? Uh, and it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, I think that fear runs deeper um, than just trying to solve it with a product. I, I think that... Yeah, so we're going to understand the yeah. psychological aspect exactly. of it as well, I think right? it comes from... Yeah, well, we can get into it. Yeah, like, you know, in part of our later designs. But yeah. these are, we just want to, like, throw out some ideas, yeah. what we're thinking, because, like, I think a big part of the design is the brainstorming thing. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, some of the things that we could say are pretty radical, I suppose. Um, but, but then, you know, you filter from there, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, some of the constraints sometimes could be solved with a radical idea, but then there could also be other problems to, like, implementing it. Yeah. <laughs> right? So, but, you know, I think every idea is acceptable, right? We just want to see, like, what, what what good we can take out of it. Yeah, exactly. I think it's just, I think design is just all about problem solving. And I think that if you, if your product, no matter how cheap, expensive, you know, big, small it is, yeah. if it's solving the problem, then it's successful and it fulfills its purpose. Right? Yeah. I, I remember um, reading about this university student I think he was a university or a high school student, I'm not too sure. But he, um, he solved, he, he made a product 
for people in Africa who were transporting water. Um, and these, these women had to walk uh, like maybe 10, 5, 10 hours a day just to get water for cooking and drinking and showering. Um, and they would fill it up in these barrels and carry it on their head. So obviously it's not good for their posture, their body, you know. It's yeah. so, Sometimes even the water spills and they'll have to go back maybe after dark where it's not safe. Um, so what the student did is he designed a wheelbarrow, right? A wheelbarrow with basically a metal handle to push it. So so the wheelbarrow acts as a wheel. And all, you have to, all the people who use it have to do is just push the wheelbarrow to transport it instead of carrying it on their heads, right? Right. It's, su- it's such a simple thing. And like, no one has ever thought about it, but it, like, it makes you wonder like, wow, you know? Yeah, like, that's like... It's, it's so simple yet it fulfills its task. Exactly. And yeah. I think that, that, that that's the hallmark of good design, right? Yeah. It's like, how much can you take away from the design? Until there's nothing left to take away. And there it is, right? That's, it's just, that's good just design. It's like Picasso's paintings, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, so um, back to food waste. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think, okay, what, what part of food waste? Because I, I, I feel like I want to focus more on these poorer countries and how we can help uh, help them at the transportation and storage part. But I, I, I think, I'm not so sure, what, which part do you want to focus on? Personally, do you want to focus more on consumer level? Oh, wow. You know, I feel like I'm like torn between mm. what I want to do because, yeah, like as you were mentioning, there are a lot of people who don't have access to food and that's also um, a big problem. You know, a lot of people are hungry every day and die from hunger. And then there's the other part um, where we have too much um too much that we didn't even know what to do with it yeah so is there a way that we can bridge these two i i think if, if there's a way that we can bridge these two i think that would be that'll be great yeah like if, if i could give any expired like i wish i wish i could just do this you know just like teleport <laughs> so just just take all my close to expiring foods yeah. put it in a bag and just teleport to a poor country where people maybe are, aren't able to have food you know aren't yeah yeah uh, and teleport there and just give it to them you know because because all of uh, all the food that is produced today um or in general yeah we, we can feed it oh my god what am i even saying i can't, I can't even think straight <laughs> no it's okay it's okay you know like it might not seem so clear right now yeah but then but then you know just, like, you say it out and then it's like oh wait yeah, no like, you know maybe that's not a great idea yeah. but this is a great idea instead um yeah but i guess like building on to what you say like is there a mindset change that needs to happen like can we like because you know what we were discussing earlier like people don't want to eat expired food it's like Ugh, it's dangerous or like i'm not sure but but it's not always the case you know yeah there's things that, you know, I have, you know, eaten, and I'll be honest here, something that was expired, like, a year ago. <laughs> I still ate it, um, and I'm totally fine. So, um, if, if that's something that we could change, um, I mean, could that mean, like, not having expiry labels? And instead ordering less quantities and ensuring that, that food is consumed faster, or... Uh, we discourage bulk buying. Mm. Um, you know, what is it? Like, or is there a way that we can encourage this behavior to just, like, accept that 
of not so fresh food is still edible. Mm. Like, I mean, you know, like some bakeries, and I see this a lot in the UK, right? It's just like 50% off. At the oh, end of yeah. the day, <laughs> you know, you could like just like step into the... Like Tesco, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think that's amazing because I don't see this in Malaysia. No. Or actually, you don't even see this in any Asian countries. Except I've seen it in Japan, but that was at a bakery. No, actually, Japan does it. Yes, I've seen Japan. Yeah, they do. It's, it's a, they give you like 50% off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, I, yeah, I never see it in Malaysia. Even secondhand goods. I don't... Everyone here wants to buy everything brand new, you know? Yeah. Like, I want a new car. I want a new phone. Uh, yeah. I don't want to buy, you know, discounted... Vintage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to buy, like... Yeah, even discounted food. I don't want to buy that. I, yeah. Yeah, and, there's, and there's, there's, there's just some mindset. There's some apprehension there. Yeah. yeah. So how, can, can we change that? Do you think like giving discounts is something um, that's good enough? Like we have a happy hour. I remember reading in Finland that there's this place called uh, S-Mart, Mar- S-Market. Um, and they have happy hours. Oh. So products that are close to expiry or like, like say, I don't know, cut off like 30%. And then anything less than 21 hours, you get like up to 60%. So there's like... Mm. I don't know, like, I mean, there are a lot of us out there who are, like, real bargain hunters as well. Yeah, <laughs> It really, true. like, appeals to that mindset. Um, but that being said, right, there's this whole other extreme, right, Zach? Have you heard of freeganism? No, I have not. What is freeganism? <laughs> <laughs> so, freeganism is essentially people who do not pay for food. Wow. So, yeah, so they, they have this uh, sort of philosophy that, why should we pay for food? So what they'll do instead is go for a dumpster dive. Mm-hmm. So this is going to start looking into people's trash and see and find like what is edible. So your trash today, that sort of half-eaten apple that you couldn't finish, someone's just going to look through your trash and be like, hey, I found an apple. I'm going to eat it. Do you, you know so what? there's this whole like <laughs> alternative food system out there. Um, that has you know adopted like I mean you know I mean we have our common ones right like your veganism vegetarian um, and then we have something like locavores people who only eat local um, you know people who only eat organic food because that's supposed to be more sustainable uh, yeah a more sustainable way of consumption right but then is it really so and then you know veganism is one of them these people don't mind eating expired food in fact most of the time they don't eat inspired. Um, expired foods. Well, yeah, I, I think... Okay, m- m- <laughs> uh, I have an example of that. Maybe not so extreme, but um, some supermarkets in the UK uh, do give food away to homeless people and people who can't afford to buy food. Yeah. Because it's, it is obviously such a waste to throw away all that food, right? And I, I guess uh, in a business sense, it's also expensive to, to yeah. throw away the, the, this food and to transport it to dumpsters. So it's a win-win situation. Yeah. If you just give away all your food to... People so, can't afford it. Seems like a simple answer there, right? Yeah. But is there something inherently wrong because we still experience so much wastage? Yeah, definitely. Um, or actually, is there something that we're missing as well? Because like food regulations, for example. I, I think actually only a very small percentage, although I'm not exactly sure like what this percentage is yet, but this is something we can look into, right? Like uh of of food that actually uh gets repurposed or donated. Uh, so to speak. Um, and I think there's actually only a very small percentage because of food regulations. Yeah, I think right? food regulations really so hinder how much we can recycle. Because the, these expiry dates are set by 
um, the food regulation people. I don't know what you call them. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's why we have these things. And right. if, so, if, if we want to have big change, I think the laws should be changed, you know, like right. having having a window to eat food, you know. But just, yeah, maybe more research into like, is expired food really yeah, bad exactly. for you? Yeah, Oh, I mean, we're not talking about, like, moldy, expired foods, because that, obviously, is no good. Yeah. But, you know, things that have gone past, like, a couple of days, right? I mean, like I mentioned earlier, I had something that was, like, a year (laughs) that was expired. I'm totally fine, you know? And I was just mentioning about, like, freaganism, those people who, like, just switch trash. They seem fine. Um... So, yeah, maybe that's something that we can... I mean, obviously something you want to avoid, but but when food is um, already cooked, for example, right, that's a bit harder yeah, to convince, true, yeah. right? Um, we'll all talk about, like, wanting freshness. Uh, uh, yeah, so then... So, yeah, so, like, maybe you might have your big, like, restaurant or hotel chain that's trying to give away the food, like, the excess food, but then, oh... You know, food regulation says, like, I can't give these away. Like, these have been handled. These have been uh, left out in the open. So there's these yeah. things, I guess, we need to think about, right? And I think that's why it's so hard to put a date on it. Because there are so many factors go into it. Like, if you buy a piece of chicken that's uncooked, yeah. it's way more likely to have a negative effect on you <laughs> if you eat it uh, after the expiry date. Uh, but if you eat, like, an apple, like, a day after the expiry date, like, come on, you're not going to get sick from it, right? Right. And then you have seen, like, apples tagged with expiry dates, <laughs> yeah, exactly. right? That's, that's crazy. Like, I mean, for me, the only way to tell if an apple's not edible is if, like, once I sort of bite into it and just, like, ran <laughs> You know, like, and then, but then it becomes apple cider vinegar, guys. Yeah. So, um, so there's still hope there. Yeah. Um, but... But yeah, um, okay, so so okay, so maybe it might be a bit hard to change that mindset, right? Yeah. Um, but if we did work with uh, the expiry dates, what if there was a way that we could inform them, like, hey, eat me now, or mm-hmm. you have two days, <laughs> you know, like, I'm a ticking time bomb, like, yeah. eat me now, or your food will explode. Um, you know, is there, you know, let's just say we had a fridge. Well... Well, talking about well. fridges, <laughs> I have uh, an idea of what I, I kind of wanted to explore um, as my first idea. So right. in this okay. one, um, I, I, so yeah, I was thinking about designing a fridge that you scan and put it in. So, so there, there's a barcode scanner on the fridge. So you buy this fridge, it comes with a barcode scanner. And as you know, you come back from the supermarket, you have all your things on the table. You're like, okay, let me put all of these things in my fridge. So as you put it in, you'd scan each item as you put it in, right? And you, you'd have a screen on the front, and it'll tell you all the nutritional info and everything about the product, but also the expiry date. And I think if we try to have some research with a specific product, like milk or an apple, like they have such different, um, you know, expiry date uh, factors. Like yeah. milk will obviously make you sick if you drink it um, after the expiry date, but or yogurt, or yogurt. Yeah. So if we have like a smart fridge that tells yeah. us, hey, it's okay to eat X food uh, after the expiry date. Yeah. But maybe eat or drink uh, this carton of milk or cook this yeah. piece of chicken before it expires. Exactly. Yeah. Because right. we kind of need someone to tell us. Like we we don't come on. Let, let's all be real. We don't look through our fridges and check oh, when they yeah, expire. Oh yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, like, that's an interesting point as well because. We don't eat what we don't see, right? Yeah. So 
everything just got like pushed back into the fridge into the in depths of the fridge mm-hmm. like we don't know what's there and then maybe like dun, 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 three weeks later yeah what is that creature growing in the back <laughs> of the fridge you know um so yeah. maybe like maybe like how do you bring it how do you make that more prominent like are you like maybe when you open the fridge like everything's already arranged mm. right um up front and center so you know like what's in your fridge you know what goes well so actually how about your fridge could also recommend recipes yeah right i mean if it's a smart fridge and it has a screen on it I mean, right it, it knows anything, it, right? it knows what's in the fridge, the fridge right yeah. so then it'll be like oh hey gosh, yeah. you know you got some broccoli and um goes well with broccoli um mashed potatoes mashed potatoes <laughs> let's make some broccoli mash i mean mashed potatoes with broccoli or something like that you know like hey you'll be like hey or or maybe give you like some recipe ideas right like what you can do with it yeah and because yeah because most recipes nowadays like they'll tell you what you need and you're like oh no i can't cook this because i don't have the re- like the ingredients right, right. So, how many oh, times has that happened to you <laughs> I, I live opposite a little and i go right. there like probably every day just to get like one or two things you know right. but right you like yeah you have this recipe and you're like i must follow yeah, this recipe to oh you need kosher salt oh well i have table salt you know? oh no run, oh no <laughs> you like... the supermarket. yeah so i think yeah. it's a really good idea if the fridge tells you like Hey, you idiot! You can <laughs> you can make like a full gourmet meal with the things you have in your fridge, you know? Right. Because I mean, yeah, we all don't have time to cook. Uh, we all don't have time to research um, what we can cook with the things we have. So if our fridge just tells us, right, just get easier. inspired with what you have, right? Yeah. And sort of like improvise from there. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. That's why my mom does as well. Like every time I want to cook something for everyone in the house. I'm like, oh, mom, I need this type of tomatoes. I need, you know, this type of meat. She's like, what are you talking about? We have, like, a version <laughs> of all of these in our fridge. You know, like, yeah. when you drive past McDonald's and you're like, oh, mom, I want McDonald's. And your mom's like, oh, yeah, we have McDonald's at home. And McDonald's <laughs> at home is, like, some crappier version of the food. Yeah, but it's not crappy, you know? Yeah, no, yeah, it's all, like, you know, down to, like, your improvisation. Like, how do yeah. I make use of what I've got, right? So, yeah. Yeah, that's an idea for our fridge right there. Yeah right there so yeah maybe even like i don't know some kind of alarm or system that you know like maybe the displays when you walk past your fridge tells you like hey you know i got this item here 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 that's close to expiry would you maybe have like give a suggestion like would you like to make something like i don't know it could be like a mashed potato broccoli dish (laughs) right to go with your pasta today Um, and yeah, that could be super interesting. I think it'd be cool if, because I know Samsung has, um, smart, do have smart fridges and they do have wearable technology as well, like watches and stuff. Yeah. So what if we were to work with Samsung and have an application maybe to link everything together? So if you, if, if it is dinner time and you're in your kitchen, your fridge can ping you and it can say, Hey, you want to cook something? You have some ingredients in your fridge and yeah. it'll be like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Because it's on your wrist, you know. You just you just look at your right. Your wrist. So maybe you could be like on the way home from work, and yeah. then you were thinking like, ah, maybe I should go buy something. Yeah, like, like just take out or do I have salt left? Yeah. And, but then you can just ask your fridge like, okay, maybe not salt, but <laughs> you can ask your fridge like, hey, do I still have potatoes left? Mm. I want to make that broccoli potato mash. Yeah, because that has happened to me before. Like, yeah. oh, okay, um, I don't have a shopping list, so I'm just gonna like guesstimate what I need. And yeah. sometimes I come home and I'm like. 
crap, I, I already have potatoes. Now I have, <laughs> now I have three sacks of potatoes <laughs> right. that, that I, I will probably not eat, which is right. sad to say, but yeah. Yeah, see? So, so there you go. Yeah. Three sacks of potatoes, yeah. All right, Zach, looks like we have a pretty solid idea to start with. Yeah, I think we have a few good ideas, yeah. Okay, so I guess we'll give ourselves um, 30 days to come up with a final design. Yes, right? we will. And we'll present this to you guys. But of course, um, join us in our next episode where we'll sort of take you through the, you know, the, the, the entire design process because we'll be thinking about this over breakfast, before we sleep, in the shower. Every waking Every moment. Every moment. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll keep updating you guys. We'll have a lot more drawings and research. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So we'll let you know, you know, like some of the fine tuning that we might have to do. Uh, yeah. So, so join us next, next, uh, next episode, and yeah. we'll gladly take you through the entire process again. All right. All Bye, right. guys. Bye for now. <laughs> See you soon. Bye. Bye.